engineers and welcome to Small Business Celebration. We're continuing our series on small business owners who are rising from recession. And our guest this week is the Knight in Shining Jewelry. This is Small Business Celebration. Join us as we learn from successful business owners and successful business leaders about who they are, from where their business has grown, what they have learned, and where their successful business is going. I'm your host, Michael I. Roberts, and we're going to learn something that you can use today to grow a strong and profitable business. Hello, engineers, and welcome to Small Business Celebration. And our guest this week is Brian Real, the owner of Knights Jewelers. Welcome to Small Business Celebration. Thank you for having me, Michael. Really appreciate you being here. For visioneers who don't know who you are, who are you and what is it that you do? Uh, I'm Brian Real, Knights Jewelers. I'm the third generation owner of the, our family business, which is uh, 72 years old now. This is a business that has been able to stand the test of time. This, with COVID, is not the first recession you've been through. What did Knight's Jewelers look like prior to COVID? Well, my grandfather, uh, Arlie Knight, started it in 1943. Huh? Uh, he was a watchmaker. Uh, my father joined him in 1951 or 52, uh, became a watchmaker as well. They were the Santa Fe watch inspectors. Oh, okay. That's in the, the, old, you know, the, the old train station with the watch. Exactly. Stay on if time. you okay. didn't have a watch and a watch card, you could get fired on the spot. Keep the trains on time. Keep the trains on time. Now, how did he get into the jewelry business? He basically wanted a watch shop. It was known as Knight's Watch Shop. We were four doors from the Hall of Records on Chester Avenue. Oh, wow. Okay. The business has been passed down through the generations. Correct. Your introduction to the business happened when you were? I was 19 years old, 1979. Exactly. Uh, it was when I uh, finished uh, Bakersfield College and uh, joined my father in the business. Uh, it was something that just came very natural to me and, and enjoyed working with my father. Now, your business is a business that is disposable income. So your business has weathered the ups and downs of the economy. And yes. to say that we're in challenging times with COVID is an understatement. Absolutely. What did your business look like prior to COVID? Much busier. Uh, obviously, people were out and about. Um, we do a lot of repair, a lot of service. Um, restoration of antique uh, pieces or family heirlooms. Mm -hmm. uh, we've been doing that for uh, 40 to 50 years. Mm -hmm. uh, my father started that and then um, I took it uh, to the next level. Then COVID hit. COVID hit. How did that affect your business? It came to a standstill at first. Um, we chose uh, not to close, but uh, with our locked door system, we're able to limit the amount of people, make sure everyone's COVID safe. Um, we take all the precautions uh, of uh, cleaning the jewelry or watch when it comes in um, so that uh, we don't get it and it stays out of our store. Uh, by doing that, uh, it's slowly people started realizing they could go out uh, and we're able to keep our doors open. You've also done something very significant, and that is 
Many of our past guests have had to let some, if not all, of their employees go. Yes. Was this the case for you? No, it did not. We were very fortunate. Uh, we had budgeted to do some remodeling mm -hmm. uh, of our store, painting and, and uh, doing some repair. And fortunately, my staff was willing to take that on. And we all pitched in together and did a nice job of doing uh, the upkeep and, and repairs and painting. Mm -hmm. And so I was able to keep everybody employed, uh, which I was very happy about that. They were the same. Um, and our landlords blessed us also uh, to be able to stay in, in our uh, existing building. What have you been able to do during this COVID with your business to keep the revenue coming in when most other businesses had a shutter? Our repair work has kept us uh, in operation. Um, doing the service work, uh, people obviously weren't able to purchase jewelry, mm -hmm. uh, but by staying open, they would come and uh, and drop off the rings for sizing, simple things like that, which able to you know pay the bills and and keep the keep the lights on. And lots and lots of batteries. And lots of batteries. How have the batteries been an important mainstay in your business? We do more watch batteries probably than anybody in Kern County is what I've heard wow. uh, from uh, battery salesmen. Mm -hmm. We've uh, constantly done that for uh, many years uh, when my dad and my grandfather first uh, were in the watch business. Mm. So we've had the battery watches since they began. And that has been a draw into your business for all the other things and all the other services, the resizing that you've been able to keep the doors open. Absolutely, yeah. They come in and uh, we have people that bring in literally bags of watches to have their repaired. And in the meantime, they're looking at jewelry and uh, other things and we can prompt them to other little sales and uh, the little money counts just as much as the big money. Sure. What the economy is starting to recover for some businesses better than others. What does the future look for Knight's Jewelry post pandemic? Maintain a consistent uh, flow of uh, doing our work, uh, maintaining a, a good relationship with all of our, our loyal customers that we've had for three generations. Wow. Uh, we have third generation families that are coming in now that my grandfather dealt with their grandparents. Uh -huh. So that's what's been consistent for us. Uh, Bakersfield has been very loyal to us and been very appreciative of it. If visioneers want to get in touch with you, how do they do that? Uh, you can reach us here. Uh, Where is here? Here is 8200 Stockdale Highway, Suite D8 in uh, the Town and Country Village Shopping Center right next door to Trader Joe's. And if you recall last week's episode, right next door to Robert Mosley as well. Yes, Robert's <laughs> a great, great client to have next door. What is your website? Our website is uh, knightsjewelers.com. And how do you spell Knights Jewelers? K-N-I-G-H-T-S-J-E-W-E-L-E-R-S. Dot com. Dot com. And if you enjoyed the Small Business Celebration program, go ahead and like, subscribe, notify, and leave a comment. We want to hear what you think about our show and about Brian Rill here at Knights Jewelers. And when we come back, Brian spoke about how he's had those long customers coming in about all those batteries. How did he do that? Well, we'll answer that when we come right back. Any business can benefit from their employees' participation 
in Toastmasters. They will develop confident and competent public speaking skills. These foundational skills will aid them in communicating with customers, with coworkers, management, the media, and even in relationships. Join us, learn to speak with confidence, engage your audience, and make your message stand out. Build a better you. Go to Toastmasters.org and click on the Find a Club button and build a better you. Go to Toastmasters.org and click on the Find a Club button and build a better you so that you can grow a strong and profitable business. Go to Toastmasters.org, click on the Find a Club button and build a better you. We're here with Brian Rill, the owner of Nice Jewelers, and our visionary question of the segment is, Visionary Rio asks, how do you determine the best location for your business? Wow, that's something that uh, we stumbled upon uh, about 35 years ago. Mm. Uh, I was introduced to Cal State Bakersfield Small Business Administration. Okay. Uh, at the time, I was involved with... Uh, uh, the Downtown Business Association, mm -hmm. and I realized that all the businesses and the buildings downtown, not the businesses, but the buildings, were all owned by outside entities. Mm. So I knew that there was... Uh, and when you say outside entities, you mean people that were not from Bakersfield or Exactly, County. not from Bakersfield. Corporations uh, from, I heard, Chicago, New York, mm. uh, L.A. area, and I saw that there was nothing going to be able to be progressively moved forward uh, down there, in, in my opinion, for our business. Sure. So um, we approached the Cal State Small Business Administration, uh, asked them to do a study as to where to move our business. Wow, okay. They uh, assigned three students mm -hmm. as to uh, a, a class project as to where to move our business. So um, three months later, they came in with a plan, uh, presented it to us. So we went to Cal State, uh, to the business administration, and they presented this whole package to us as to where to move our business, which is, happens to be in our current location. Why is a location for a business, especially like yours, so important? Uh, traffic flow. Ease uh, for your customers to get in and out. We were downtown uh, where they were, if they couldn't park right in front of your store, uh, they didn't want to come in. Mm. Uh, here we have a very large parking lot and they feel like they're in a little actual mini downtown. Mm. Downtown at the time was the hub. When we had Pennies and Sears and all the big uh, name companies down right. there. Uh, it made it a whole lot different. So now we have our own small business out here. Um, of course, Trader Joe's is a major draw. Sure. We were here uh, six years before Trader Joe's came in. But that helped. It was a big boost for us, yes. One of the other reasons for your move, and you've been here for how many years now? In this location, we've been here 31 years. Uh, myself, it's been, it's 41 years. Okay. That kind of stability is very important for the long-term customer, the one that comes in that's been a customer for 70, 80 years, and the ones that's been coming for 40 years, the ones that have been coming for 30 and 20 years. They know where you are. You have that reliability. 
how did you develop that consistency with those customers to even when you're in a recession now, they still come in wanting new watch batteries, they want to get their rings resized. How did you build that kind of customer loyalty? It was taught to me by my father and my grandfather is treat people how you want to be treated. The golden rule. The golden rule. And by doing that, uh, people come in, we recognize them, they recognize us, they love a familiar face, um, and we create a friendship, a bond that uh, is pretty inseparable. And with that, you get the referrals from all of their friends and their families, and it just perpetuates itself. Get to know thy neighbor. Absolutely. But the demographic is changing. Yes. There's a lot of change that's going on, to, to say is an understatement. What is Knight's Jewelries doing to keep up with the changing age group and changing demographic of your business? I've recently been very blessed in the last few years to hire some very bright young people. Oh, why is that? They're in tune with their age group. Okay. Um, you can learn something from them. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I'm... Um, computer challenged, <laughs> to put it mildly. Uh, you can fix a watch, but you can't work a computer. Yeah, I can make a very fine piece of jewelry, but working a computer is not where I belong. Right. So, uh, yes, I can turn it on and I can do a point and click system. Um, <laughs> they say if I type, they have to do it by an hourglass. So, uh, yeah, it's 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 very much a struggle. So, uh, bringing them on board has been a, a major blessing. Um, and uh, seeing what the, that demographic wants. Mm. Um, they keep very in tune with that because of the internet. Mm. They find out what's being posted, what's being shown, uh, what's being bought, and they can stay on it so much faster than I ever could. That's key. Absolutely. Right there. It's the ability to have the younger generation to help point the way for you. Yeah, absolutely. It gives you a direction and you keep moving forward. You can't go backwards. One of the other things with this longevity is, yes, you need to take care of your customers. Yes, you have been taking care of your, your staff. I mean, they, they continue to work for you when they could have made more money going on unemployment temporarily. Yeah, absolutely. But one of the other things that's kept you going, too, is your ability to take care of your vendors. Yes. And it so often seems with a lot of business owners that you know, after the employees, the vendors seem to be the last thing on people's list if they have to make a decision on whom to pay. Why is taking care of your vendors so important, especially during COVID? By taking care of our vendors, we've been able to get product that most stores are not able to get. Uh, uh -huh. By staying open also was the key issue. Most all of the jewelry stores, and there's, from what we understand, there's 70 jewelry operations in Bakersfield. 70? Yes. We have a population of 350,000. Right. That's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot of competition. And is it because of the unique jewelry that you're able to get from your vendors is what makes you stand out from the rest of the competition in addition to your customer service? Absolutely. Yeah, we've, we've tried some new product, um, the lab-grown gems. What's, what's a lab-grown gem? We specialize in the Chatham jewelry line. Which is right which behind Which is you. right behind me. Uh, this is all lab-grown colored stones with lab-grown diamonds. And so when we say lab, we're not talking about a golden retriever. No. Okay. We're, we're talking about these are chemically, optically, and physically the exact same as their natural counterparts. 
And the price difference? The price difference is anywhere from about three to ten times less than their natural counterparts. Wow. Okay. It's, it's vast. So now you're able to bring into your store the customers that you've had in the past that can afford the more expensive jewelry, but now you're also able to bring in customers who have a whole new demographic just because of these lab-grown jewels. Absolutely. It's, it's the best thing that's ever happened to us. I researched it for about 10 to 15 years. I mm -hmm. met Mr. Chatham personally in the 19, uh, early 1980s. Mm -hmm. um, he, as a child, was uh, lab-growing uh, emeralds in his garage in San Francisco in the 1930s. Wow. He actually had a very large explosion um, which rocked uh, the San uh, part of the San Francisco neighborhood. Wow. Uh, come to find out, he stumbled upon how to grow the emeralds. Wow. And in 1993, um, they started producing lab-grown diamonds. Sure. So this is eco-friendly, conflict-free, and it's a sustainable market. And at the time of this recording, it's 18 days till Christmas. So if you are looking for that last-minute Christmas gift, that's why we're here. Come down to Knight's Jewelers and discover the gift, the jewel, that's right for you. Thank you very much. Around this time last year, I was being asked on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram where I would recommend visioneers go for their holiday gift giving so they could find that special gift for that special someone that was in a variety of price ranges. And last week's guest and this week's guest are on that list. And the reason I have brought these guests on is because of you, Visioneer Nation, who have reached out to me on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram with questions that you want to have answered here on the show and places you want to shop at. So from our family to yours, happy holidays, happy shopping, and keep those questions, comments, and thoughts coming on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We're here with Brian Reel, the owner of Knight's Jewelers, and our visioner question of the segment is, Visioner Simon asks, with COVID, Everything marketing has gone online, but I sell a very tactile product. How do I get the word out on something that the customer has to see and feel in person to appreciate? Well, what we've done is uh, taking our product, uh, putting it online, put it on the, the, the social web, uh, Instagram, uh, Facebook, uh, approaching this, but encouraging that customer to come into the store so they can see it on. A lot of people mm. uh, try on a piece of jewelry that they've seen and they think it's really beautiful, but when it's put on them, they don't like it. Right. So we encourage still that personal relationship where you come in, try it, feel it, and then you can change and check all the other merchandise out as well. Mm. So, and that's worked in our favor. Uh, we produce uh, some one-of-a-kind type pieces, and then we get instant response uh, on a lot of likes and on Instagram and, and Facebook, but um, they still have to come in and try it on, and that's been our, our, our saving grace. You go through and actively encourage your prospective customers to come into the store by showing them what's possible Right. and then having them come on or come into the store and realize what's real. Uh, a piece of jewelry is very personal. 
uh, and how it looks is the presentation that we want and the customer wants to see on them. Uh, we've had pieces that they've purchased and walked out and lady brought back said, I didn't get any compliments on it. <laughs> And that is a big, uh, that's a big thing. Sure. For people. Well, people buy jewelry because they want to show off sometimes. And they want to be noticed, yes. Right. We all like that attention. Was this step on going on Instagram, going on Facebook, something that you learned from your younger employees? Absolutely. That and my wife is a great push in that. <laughs> she, uh, she can vision ahead and, and see that. Um, and we saw it coming, uh, but yeah, having the younger generation, they put it, they model it, mm. photo, so you can see what it looks like on a person, not just on a piece of uh, uh, showcase wear, uh, by being on a person and seeing how it looks, uh, skin tone, uh, in certain outfits, yeah, it makes the piece. You've spoken about your father, your grandfather, your mom. Absolutely. It sounds like they were very much your mentors here in the business. Yes, uh, my parents are very solid people, uh, a very spiritual couple that um, have raised five children. Uh, I think there's 15 grandkids and four great-grandchildren <laughs> now. Uh, just celebrated their 68th wedding anniversary in June. Um, just solid individuals that gave us a very solid upbringing and uh, taught us the, the proper lessons in life is to uh, love one another mm -hmm. and, uh, and take care of yourselves and your family and uh, be blessed by God. So, There is also something else that was very instrumental in the success of your business. Tell us about the value of a handshake. Uh, yes, my, I spoke to uh, one of our vendors one time and he told me that uh, he would give my father and mother anything that they wanted uh, to put into their store on a handshake uh, because uh, my father traveled with my mother and a man that travels with his wife is a man of honor. Mm. How has that philosophy continued with you and your business? Uh, to continue on that tradition. Uh, it's worked for 70 plus years. <laughs> <laughs> so I hope to keep that, uh, that tradition alive. What makes you open up your business every morning? It's a joy to go to work. Uh, my father taught me that if I loved what I did for a living, it would always put food on the table and a roof over my head. And it's done just that for 41 years. And my father uh, just recently retired and if he physically could do it, he'd probably still be working every day. How was this last Christmas without him? This last Christmas was the hardest. It was the first one in 40 years that I didn't have him next to my side. So, it, excuse me, it makes me more. <laughs> it's, it's quite all right. If visioneers want to get in touch with you, how do they do that? Uh, you can reach us here. Uh, Where is here? Here is 8200 Stockdale Highway, Suite D8, in uh, the Town & Country Village Shopping Center, right next door to Trader Joe's. And, if you recall last week's episode, right next door to Robert Mosley as well. Yes, Robert's <laughs> a great, great client to have next door. What is your website? Our website is uh, knightsjewelers.com. And how do you spell Knights Jewelers? K-N-I-G-H-T-S-J-E-W-E-L-E-R-S. Dot com. Dot com. Brian, 
This has been a pleasure. Thank you very much for being on Small Business Celebration and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. Thank you for having me. Been a pleasure. Any business can benefit from their employees' participation in Toastmasters. They will develop confident and competent public speaking skills. These foundational skills will aid them in communicating with customers, with coworkers, management, the media, and even in relationships. Join us, learn to speak with confidence, engage your audience, and make your message stand out. Who is a visioneer? A visioneer is a small business leader who is a pioneer that has vision. A visioneer is someone willing to see the world not as it is, but as it could be, and is willing to do something about it. A visioneer is ethical, smarter, faster, and leaner than the mainstream competition. A visioneer gives value first because visioneers are in business for the long haul. Visioneers understand the difference between saving money and earning a profit. Visioneers define their destiny. Visioneers create their own luck. Visioneers surround themselves with successful, like-minded people. Visioneers are renegades who defy the mainstream competition and are ready to change the world. Are you a visioneer? Join the Visioneer Tribe at Small Business Celebration on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram today. Thank you for listening to the Small Business Celebration podcast. Some of today's music was brought to you by Ted Hammond, and you might find more of Ted's music at ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. That's ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. If you enjoyed this episode and gained some insight from it for your business, subscribe to the Small Business Celebration podcast at iTunes.com forward slash Small Business Celebration and give us a five-star review. Also, if there's a business you'd like us to interview, reach out to us on LinkedIn and Facebook and let us know. Until next time, I'm your host, Michael Roberts of the Small Business Celebration podcast, and we wish you a strong and profitable business.